Lucille Ball. We think we know her, don't we? We've seen I Love Lucy for the last 50 years plus. We know Lucy, we know Desi, we know their children. But there's a lot we don't know yet. So let's learn it together. On this podcast, we're going to learn about Lucille Ball. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. The legacy begins. Did you know that it has been 64 years since the last episode of I Love Lucy aired live? 64 years. The last episode was filmed on May 6, 1957, and has been running reruns continuously for the past 62 years. That's a long time. Reruns started in 1959, two years after the show stopped filming. And I Love Lucy has been watched by billions of people, billions across the globe, translated into Spanish and English and Portuguese, Italian, Dutch, German, and Japanese, and many, many more languages in 80 countries, 80 countries, 64 years ago. 64 years ago, the legacy begins, which basically means it's the most popular show in television history, the most popular TV show ever. But what did it take to get there? Did they just show up one day and pull a camera out and roll them, you know? You see, the show... We, we don't consider the effort it takes and how many people it took to achieve this legacy. Can you imagine the effort it takes to be great? Can you imagine what it takes to s- produce something and create something that people are still watching 64 years later? I was trying to think of something else I've been watching that continuously, consistently, and dedicated to. I can't think of anything. Unfortunately... You know what happened after Lucille Ball suffered her miscarriage after their second wedding. It took a long time for her to recuperate. But after she was feeling better, she was able to go back to work. Uh, Lucy and Desi returned to vaudeville after that. And they had a very mm, not-so-good, kind of disappointing engagement at the San Francisco Paramount Theater. They were not happy about the performance, the audience, anything. They had had enough of vaudeville. Okay, Lucy was still under contract with Columbia at the time. And she only owed Columbia one more picture. One more picture. She had fulfilled her contract all the way up to one more picture. 
and Cecil B. DeMille offered her a part in his upcoming movie, The Greatest Show on Earth. We all know who Cecil B. DeMille. The chance to work for Cecil B. DeMille just made Lucy ecstatic. And The Greatest Show on Earth was said to be one of the greatest movies of all time at that time. And she knew Columbia wouldn't have a problem, you know, releasing her to do that property for Paramount because they didn't have anything on schedule for her at the time. And they had loaned her out to Paramount in the past. So she was very, very excited at the chance to work for Cecil B. DeMille and appear in the greatest show on earth. So she went to Harry Cohn, who was in charge at Columbia, and told him about her opportunity with Paramount and Cecil B. DeMille and the whole movie, yada yada. Harry Cohn refused, refused to let Lucy realize that dream. He refused, even though she had fulfilled her contract to the letter and nothing was in the works for her at the time. He outright refused Lucy the opportunity to go and work for Cecil B. DeMille and and appear in his movie, The Greatest Show on Earth. So he did something that he thought was clever, I guess. Uh, I guess he was upset that Lucy had wanted to do this movie. I don't I don't understand why. People just I don't understand why people who will try to block someone else's success, block someone else's happiness. But we know it happens every day, don't we? <laughs> so what did Harry Cohen do to Miss Lucille Ball? He sent her a turban. You know that turban thing that goes on your head? Mm-hmm. He sent her a turban and told Lucille Ball that she was going to be cast in his upcoming movie, The Magic Carpet, all of a sudden, right? So since Cecil B. DeMille wants you, oh, all of a sudden now I have something for you. And he thought that Lucy would be too upset. Well, he knew Lucy would be upset. But he thought she would be so upset that she would turn down the role, be insulted, walk away, and save him the $85,000 that he was going to have to pay her to a play. In the magic carpet. Well, surprise, surprise, Mr. Cohen. At that time, when you sent the turban, shortly after, Lucy and Desi found out they were expecting their second child. So guess what? Desi determined that the time of the filming for the greatest show on earth would be in the works for a while. And Lucy's pregnancy would prevent her from performing anyway. So, yeah, Lucy did your movie, The Magic Carpet, in 1951 as Princess Nara with James Burr and fulfilled her commitment to Columbia and said goodbye to Harry Kahn and on to better things. <laughs> So your little ruse didn't work at all. It has been said that not enough credit or mention has been given to Mr. Harry Ackerman. Harry Ackerman was the CBS director of West Coast Programming, who was the prime advocate. I did not realize this. He was the prime advocate 
for getting I Love Lucy on the air. Well, thank you, Mr. Ackerman. We really appreciate your efforts. <laughs> and comes the pilot. The pilot for I Love Lucy, check this out, was originally titled The Lucille Ball Desi Arnaz TV Show and was broadcast on March 2nd in 1951. Desi did not like that name at all. But anyway, it was the Lucille Ball Desi Arnaz TV Show and broadcast on March 2nd, 1951. Now, selling the pilot was going to take a lot of footwork. First of all, Desi wanted to get rid of that name. Desi didn't really like the name, so he chose the name I Love Lucy. <laughs> yes, making sure that people knew he was the I in I Love Lucy. <laughs> and you can't go wrong with love, right? Who doesn't love love? And who does he love? Lucy. Hence the name, I Love Lucy. And even though the pilot was called the Lucy Ball Desi Arnaz TV show, uh, Desi Arnaz had already decided on the name I Love Lucy. So Desi Arnaz and Jess Oppenheimer, along with Jess Oppenheimer's son, Greg, who was instrumental in getting cards made. You know, they pass out the cards to the people when they come in to the audience. He was instrumental in getting those cards printed just in time to hand out to the audience that said, I love Lucy. <laughs> Darn Sharp pitched the show to networks but received a lot of rejection. But that's okay because we, we all know that your first effort isn't, first effort isn't always your only effort. You just have to keep on pushing, right? Until he pitched the president of bio agencies, Milton Bio, who not only loved the show idea, he really, really loved their sponsor. Yeah, you know who their sponsor was? Philip Morris. Yes, the big tobacco company, Philip Morris. So since they had Philip Morris backing them, Mr. Bio agreed to commit to the almost $1 million needed to fund the show. But, there's that word again, but. Uh, Desi didn't plan on shooting the show in New York. He planned on shooting the show in Los Angeles. Oh boy, there's a hiccup because Mr. Bio was not at all happy about this decision. Even though he had committed, even though he loved the fact that Philip Morris was backing them, he was not happy at all that Desi had decided to film in Los Angeles. He thought that if they were, the show were produced in Los Angeles, the rebroadcast for the East Coast would look awful because of the film quality, right? You know, like a reshoot, like second quality, third quality film. Uh, well, Desi told him, I can do this. I can do this. We'll shoot in front of a live audience and film it. That way, when you got the film in New York, It'd be the original quality. Boom. Told you I could do this. 
Uh, it would also, though, increase the cost of each show another $5,000 to the budget to produce. And didn't, that didn't deter Desi at all. He was determined to prove he could pull it off. And at the suggestion of Mr. Don Sharp, who helped pitch the show, Lucy and Desi agreed to cut their pay for one year, $1,000 a week, to make up the difference. See, Don Sharp was very good at finding solutions to difficult problems. And wanting the best, Lucy insisted on Carl Freud, F-R-E-U-G, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, to handle the lighting because these people were perfectionists. Desi's going to make sure the film is right. Lucy's going to make sure the lighting is right because she wanted to be sure the lighting was consistent from show to show. And that had never, ever been achieved on television before. Well, who thinks of something like that? Lucy of all thinks of something like that. That's who thinks of something like that. <laughs> Creating the characters, Lucy and Ricky Ricardo, were very, very important. They had to be believable, and they needed to be both glitz and glamour, you know, because Ricky's going to play the part of a band leader. But they also had to be the example of a typical American family. Lucy Ricardo. The character. Lucy's, Lucy's character was that of a housewife, <laughs> as we know, always trying to get into her husband's show. I think she tried just about everything, even to riding, walking in in a, a case of some kind of, what was it, a base or, I don't know, some kind of big case, like a base case. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen, with Ethel pretending to be the orchestrator. <laughs> Uh, Lucy had so many acting skills. Oh, my gosh. Uh, her versatility, just of her voice, was unmatched. Remember her spider voice? That's what they called it, a spider voice. Ew. I think we've all heard that. <laughs> oh, especially when she gets in trouble or gets caught or something. Ew, that famous, they call it spider for some reason. I don't know why. And that cry. Oh, my God, that cry. I can hear it in my head. Now, and she does this cry usually when she didn't get her way. And even though Ricky's language mangling was funny and he often made fun of it during rehearsals himself, no one else on the cast was allowed to mimic Ricky's accent except Lucy. They could make references to it. But no one was allowed to ever make fun or mimic Ricky's accent. That was not allowed. The only person allowed to do that was his wife, Lucy. Now, Ricky, Ricky's character was especially unique. His ability to me, <laughs> on cue, to make his eyes pop out like that. And married to Lucy, I'm sure he had plenty of opportunities. His ability to make his eyes pop out was hysterical. Hysterical. It looked like they were going to land on the floor. He could make them pop out so far. At least we not forget his accent. <laughs> Ricky or, nor Desi 
ever really completely master the English language, right? He actually introduced some new language to all of us. And I think, I know actually, because you hear it in other shows, I know I heard it on a show called Friends, uh, like the word don't. Don't do that, Lucy, for don't. Have you ever said don't? I know I have. And splain. You hear that all the time. Lucy, you have some splaining to do. That has been repeated and added to so many shows and so many scripts. I use it sometime myself. And we, you know, we're here in California and we had a few earthquakes here lately. I found myself, when the other one hit yesterday, I found myself saying, ay, 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 ay. <laughs> Was there an ay, 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 ay before I love Lucy? I don't think so. We're still saying ay, 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 ay. Splain and dunt 64 years later. And Desi hadn't didn't have a problem making fun of his own dialect, even even in real life. You know, when they were doing rehearsals and if Desi had a problem with uh, part of the script and one of the words in the script and he couldn't just get it, you know, exactly right, uh, he would joke about his Espanol and the, and the way his dialect would address the word. And most times they would leave it in the script the pronunciation would become part of the show. I think that's why this show was so genuine. I mean, and so they said they wanted it to be a typical American family, right? Nothing's perfect in a typical American family. It has its bumps and bruises and ups and downs and roller coaster rides and yada this and yada that and ay 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 ay. Life has that. Ah, uh, how many times have we heard Ricky say, Mire que cosa tiene la mujer esta. Mire que cosa tiene la mujer esta. Especially after one of Lucy's Lucy moments. So I went on to a translator to find out what exactly he is saying when he says, Mire que cosa tiene la mujer esta. Well, the pronunciation I found says it means look what the woman has done. Well, look what the woman has. Well, the woman, being Lucy, has. <laughs> we know exactly what she has. She has enormous talent. Enormous talent. Both of them do. Both of them did. And they gave us something that we have been able to enjoy for the past 64 years. These characters have become part of our family practically. They're not just characters all the time. I mean, there are shows you watch and, you know, we want to laugh. Because life has so many moments when you don't get to laugh. A guaranteed laugh is a gift. And thank you, Desi. Thank you, Lucy, for never giving up on your dream. All the no's. Thank you, Harry Ackerman. Thank you, Don Sharp. 
Thank you, Chester Oppenheimer, and your son, Greg. Because I imagine you sent the little boy to do all the footwork, right? <laughs> Run these cards over there. Get them printed real quick. Get them back over here before the audience comes in. Pass out these cards and say, I love Lucy. We're going to leave that Desi Lou, that Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz television show up on the banner. But I want this name, I love Lucy, on the people's mind when they walk in the door. Because from now on, this show will be called I Love Lucy. You know why? Because he loved Lucy. And now we love Lucy very much, don't we? Thank you, people, for hanging in there with them. I'm kind of glad you gave up on vaudeville. I saw that scene you guys did at Ethel's Club with the matching pantsuit. Uh, uh, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> that, was, that was good. I like the pantsuits, though, but I'm not a vaudeville person. But anyway, thank you for realizing your dream. Thank you for fighting for your dream. We really appreciate your effort. And I think we should do the same with our own lives, people. People will always have something to tell you about your dream. They need to focus on their own dreams and let us focus on ours because we're going to be steadfast. Write the vision and make it plain. Believe in your dream. Stay with it. Until next time, people, we're going to talk about some actual shows. Stay happy. Stay laughing. Take care. Bye for now.